This is a Rooster Teeth production. Very Are we going to do an intro? Or do we have yeah, to? Yeah, I think, I we're think very the, serious about the intro. The belch was the intro. Welcome to Face. It's oh, a podcast. No. I what? thought we had more time because Andrew was pissing about. I took a mouthful. Hold on. What are you well, eating? You weren't talking. Well, you just interrupted the intro to say that you couldn't talk when you weren't talking. No, I do. It's, pe- it's a peanut butter thing. It'll take me forever. Hold on. <laughs> it was a nutty, nutty buddy. What, oh, nutty is, buddies are good. What are, is that like a candy? Do they have those in England? Uh, not that I've ever seen. Yeah. That's why America's Dude. better. What is a nutty buddy? America loves putting peanut butter and chocolate in the same place. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with it. It's because we fine. know what's up. All right, you can, what do you, you can continue on the intro. What do you guys... All right, hold on. Uh, hello, and welcome to uh, another uh, hilarious or deep-thinking or provocative or boring episode of Face. I believe it's episode 23. Does that sound right, Nick? 24. Or six, 24, <laughs> whatever. 16. Uh, my name is Jeff, and... Uh, oh, the 16 joke is so played out, Andrew, please. That's so passe. We, that's so last week, you. and the week before, and the week before, and the week You're before. You're the absolute worst. You're Andrew Panton. I am Jeff Ramsey, and Gavin Free is uh, got a mouthful of penis or peanut butter or something. It was his his mouth was so full I couldn't understand what he was saying. That's me. Yeah. Hey, penis mouth. Uh, <laughs> you were you were you were just talking about how I, I'm padding I'm padding a little bit because I have to have a uh, potentially uncomfortable conversation with you in specific, and I uh, I'm beating around the bush here. But you were just saying about my anus. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not well. No, not that I can see, but uh, if you can draw the line out and, and connect the two, it'll be interesting. Okay. Uh, and I'm willing to go there. Uh, you were just saying that in uh, America loves to put peanut butter and chocolate together, which is, I guess, uh, I wouldn't think a unique thing, but that not done as much in England as it is in the States. Is that what you're uh, getting at? If it, if it is done, I'd never noticed it. I never noticed it. I mean, it's a thing here. Everything so- with peanut butter is with chocolate. So let me ask you this. What are two things that get put together in the UK that are kind of synonymous with like, like in America, it's like chocolate and peanut butter. It's a joke. What is there like, like black currant and I don't know, toffee or like, what do you, what is the combination in England that is in everything that you just don't see here? Tea and hot water. <laughs> I don't think that answered the question. But. Of course it did. All the tea here is freaking freezing. Well, it literally is. There's iced tea in it. Nobody. Wait, I'm not a tea drinker. Nobody drinks warm tea in America. I mean, they do all the but time. It's like, but it's like it's not the done. Like usually, if you order tea, you have to specify do you want it hot or cold. Oh my huh. god, <laughs> that's not what I expected you to say. But I'll take oh. it. I'll take it. What did you expect? It's definitely not as popular here as it is. Uh, what what I would expect, like potato chips and prawns, or I don't know. Like you guys always have oh, weird yeah. combinations. Oh yeah, we got prawn there. cocktail crisps. You're right. <laughs> They're pretty rank, though. I mean, sorry to Ugh. anyone who likes a nice Walker's prawn cocktail. Ugh. Do you? Does your family eat those? Uh, not really. We never really like a uh, junk food family. What is? Is there a food that your family ate a lot that you just couldn't stand, but that like your family is really into? Like for me, <laughs> uh, I'll give you an example. For me, growing up in the South in Alabama and Florida and Louisiana, uh, my family uh, they ate uh, collard greens constantly. I can't fucking stand collard greens, and the thought of them makes me retch a little bit. Is there like a thing that you guys <laughs> like every meal? There's just a plate of like a bowl of collard greens, and they're like, "Eat up, it's iron." Uh, one thing. That was strange for me uh, after I grew up and started working in a supermarket with veg and fruit and stuff is, uh, you know, like a gooseberry. No. What is, what is that? Oh, spelled like gooseberry. Um, it's like yeah. a green thing. But apparently you're supposed to cook them or like mash them into jam and stuff. But everyone in my family just used to eat them cold and raw. <laughs> and I think that is not the way you're supposed to eat them. But honestly, I can't eat them any other way. And they're, they're so... Yeah, there you go. Eric just posted some gooseberries. They're actually, like, awful. They're, they're, they're hairy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why everyone in my family just started snacking on these things. And they're so immensely <laughs> sour. You're supposed to wait for them to get squishy, I guess. And they turn a little bit sweeter. But everyone in my family ate them under ripe and raw. And that's the only way I know how to eat them. 
I have a similar <laughs> thing. Every everybody in my family, they're fucking gross looking, by the way. Uh, everybody in my family eats turnip root raw, like an onion or like a, like if you were to eat a raw potato. I don't know if you've ever eaten oh. turnip root, but I don't no. know anybody outside of my family that does it. I don't even know anybody else in the South that did it. It was just something that we do. Just get a big ass turnip root and just walk around <laughs> chewing on it all day. It's always weird when something you grow up with is normal is revealed to you as incredibly strange behavior. And I, I noticed that a lot more after having moved to America, like looking back on the way Americans react to the monarchy and how that is totally normal for me to have a queen. But now I've lived here for so long, it's like, it's actually super weird <laughs> that there's it's, still a monarchy in the year 2020. That's crazy. It's a little odd. Yeah. You, you guys just love your tradition. I don't think yeah. I have one of those. A like, tradition? From a, no, no. Traditions, <laughs> obvious. But I'm saying like a cultural barrier. Like Canada, I don't feel like we have like a shocking twist like that. You guys have poutine, which I think is really gross. Why, why is cheese with fries gross with gravy? It's not cheese. It's cheese curd. It's, it's the cheese. curd. It's the C-U-R-D. Mm. It's like lumpy and weird and inconsistent and gross. I don't like it. It's really good. No. I've never I mean, had on paper, it. On paper, it isn't great. And even a picture of it isn't great. But poutine is delicious down the throat. I can't. I can't. I, I respect that people like it. And I recognize that I'm in the minority. But it kind of creeps me out. I honestly didn't realize that you disliked a food that wasn't white. Yeah, I, I, I listen. I don't like it's well documented throughout my professional career that I do not like most things that are white. Uh, but uh, there are some other colors <laughs> in certain combinations that I'm not crazy about. <laughs> definitely, definitely poutine. I don't like to say it. I don't like to think it. I don't like to think it. I don't like it's the word a fun word now. It's not. Poutine is a fun word. It's I'll not. fight you on that. It, it poutine. sounds it sounds like it sounds like a diarrhea. Honestly, and it kind of looks like a diarrhea. Eric has just posted a picture of some poutine and looking at it in comparison to that pot of gooseberries, the poutine is way more appetizing to look at. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I have a I think there's something that Andrew needs to answer for based on Ooh. when I was listening to a previous episode. I think it was the one from two weeks ago. Okay. Where I don't know if you remember, Andrew, but you said this. For kids, and so let's change all the weapons of the puke guns so the bad guys puke. <laughs> kids think puke is real funny. Do you, is the, the drowning scene in the game as well? I've uh, never played or watched Minority Report. <laughs> I've never played or watched Minority Report. Yes. Is that a good movie? It's, it's not bad, is it? Minority Report? Yeah, I remember it being a very blue movie. I think it's okay. It's okay. I enjoyed it. I, it's not one of those movies I've... I think I've seen it twice, but I don't think I... It's not a movie I'd want to see again. No. I feel like the action in it and the and the kind of just the pacing of the movie is really good, but... No Andrew. less than 25 seconds later, <laughs> you contradicted yourself, I assumed to mess with us, and somehow neither of us noticed. How often do you do this to us? How often do you just lie to our faces? Have you seen it or not? I definitely haven't seen it, and I oh. completely anticipated you two to make a joke about it. I wasn't anticipating just having a fake Minority Report review in the thing, because <laughs> I just said I didn't see it, so that I then immediately give an opinion in which I'm talking about the pacing and action is absurd, so I expected you two to make a comment about it, and it just nothing happened. So then I was, I was just listening to that back, I was like... What the hell? How did that slip by both of us? Yeah, it's not like we went to somewhere else in the conversation and came back. That was no. That was just the conversation as it played out. Zero reaction by both of you. I, <laughs> I have an answer to that, and I gotta say, on the face of it, it looks pretty bad to us. It makes us look fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna double back to where I was the other week. I Andrew, when Andrew talks, I, I sometimes I just check out. But it's, it doesn't make any sense because I'm so excited to listen to Andrew every week. I, I literally hear him for about an hour a week. And yeah. to the fact that the, half the shit he says I don't hear is disturbing to me. <laughs> I, I will say I appreciate you bringing that moment up because I, I did some, some work. I, I have a lot of stuff prepped for this episode. I have a lot to talk about. But one of the things I did, Jeff, a few weeks ago, we recorded a bunch in advance. So this is going to be a little weird. Went on this whole thing about Jack's moment. Jack loved uh, the gavel, the gavel line by Gavin. Judge oh, su Gavel. Super fan absolutely Jack. As, super as we fan call him. Jack. Yes, exactly. As we call him. Loved the gavel line. So I asked Jack, could he give us a moment, his favorite moment of the last episode? And that was the moment. The minority report scene. Jack moment. He scales it 7.5. <laughs> That's a 7.5 Jack moment of the week. 
So just if anyone keeping track. Judge Cavill's a nine, just so we have the scale. But Jack the, really loves the shit that gets no reaction whatsoever. He does. He's a big fan of it. I believe he said it gave him a solid chuckle or two, but that is a 7.5 on the Jack scale of, I guess, missable moments. That's funny. Hey, by the way, I don't want to derail that, but when there's an appropriate time to crowbar it in, this whole Minority Report joke thing reminded me of a f- face story from my past that I haven't thought about since I was like 18. Is that you saying you're you're not going to tell it yet? Yeah. No, I just I just don't want to derail uh, Andrew if he's going in a direction. But I no. wanted to I wanted to I wanted to pipe in and say it just so we don't get you too did far derail down the road. Yeah, but now I'm offering to rerail <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> you derailed the train to say you're open to rerail it. Is what you did. Yeah. And that's fine. You go ahead. You tell your story. I'd love to hear it. Okay. When I was, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm remembering this. It's pop. It's it's popping into my head as we're having the conversation. So I, okay. I'll do my best to to mm-hmm. explain it. When I was in, uh, you guys know I was in the army for five years, from 18 to 23, and I was a journalist and uh, army photojournalist and print journalist. Uh, and uh, I uh, was in journalism school in the military, which uh, was a very difficult school. Uh, only about 50% of the people that uh, enter that school graduate. It's uh, got the second highest failure rate out of all uh, schools in the military, or at least it did at the time. Uh, I think it was behind linguistics and uh, maybe air traffic controls. So maybe it was the third. Anyway, uh, I never expected to pass it uh, because I was a shit student and kind of a shit everything. And I was super mediocre. And I, I just realized that Throughout my life, I've been a C student. No matter how difficult school is, I could go to Harvard and be a C student, or I could go to a, a community college and still be a C student. I just, I just am like dead <laughs> in that seventy to seventy-five zone, always on the on the brink of failing, but just doing just enough. Um, it, I don't know how I, I don't know how I've been able to to make it forty-five years like that, but that just seems to be my trajectory. So uh, I didn't expect to pass journalism school because people were dropping like flies all around me. And uh, I think we started with 48 people and I um, we graduated like 23. So more than half the people failed out and had to go like fucking hump guns and, and be artillery and MPs and shit. And uh, and so uh, during journalism school, you go through this intensive period where you it's called feats, where you learn have to learn how to write features. And the goal is the first one you turn in, they dismantle you and just destroy you emotionally and mentally. And like there were people you would turn in the paper. There were people that got like their first grade was like a negative 70. Uh, there was some like one of my best friends got like a negative 25. I got like a 30 and I felt like a fucking hero. But it, it, your mind is just Swiss cheese during this period because you're still like training and going and like fucking living in the woods and it's freezing and how do you get a negative though they will just they just find enough mistakes to give you negative it's it's purely only to demoralize you if instead of turning it in i turned in like an apple would i get a higher score because it's less <laughs> yeah potential potentially but that's not the point of the exercise the point of the exercise is to, to is just to shit down your mouth and see how you respond to <laughs> and uh it's a kind of the army as a whole so i was in like f- the third week of this like feats 3 and I was known as, uh, the, the school's called DINFOS, the Defense Information School. And I was known as the DINFOS sleeper because I could not stay awake. Um, I, I fell asleep in class every day. They would make me stand up and go to the back. I fell asleep standing up, fell onto a wall once, kind of like you did in the, in the closet during uh, the making yeah. of RVB season five. And uh, I went to do an interview with a guy, a very serious interview for my Feats 3, it was a dude who um, was on a, on a shooting range in the military, and a Marine went nuts and started shooting at people, and this guy had to kill the Marine. He had to shoot him and, uh, to defend the other people. It's a guy just like lost his mind on a shooting range. This is in the late 80s, probably. And uh, I was interviewing him about this, and I kept falling asleep during the interview. Oh my god! <laughs> but there were two other people there with me, and so I thought I got away with it. I would like nod off, catch myself, nod enough, and wake up. And uh, when I got home that night, or home, when I got to the <laughs> barracks that night, I started to transcribe my notes from my little tape recorder. <laughs> and in the tape recorder, while I was sometimes while I was sleeping, he would stop telling the story, 
and they just start saying shit to me about me being asleep or being an <laughs> idiot or how I was never going to pass. And then as I started to come back around, he would just effortlessly dive back into the story. And I interviewed the dude for fucking 45 minutes and he never said a word to me. I never knew. I left thinking that was a pretty good interview and I don't think he caught me sleeping at all. And the two people that I was with never said a word to me. I wish I still had that tape. In the tape, he's just like, just making fun of me, calling me dumb, making fun of my big ears, like telling me there's no way I'm going to pass this class, just making up shit. And he probably did it like seven or eight times throughout the course of this interview. And I got back and I felt like the dumbest motherfucker. I was so fucking embarrassed. Uh, and then I passed with like a 74. That's crazy that because you, you probably heard the entire story. You must have kept waking up being like, I, I feel like I'm still on board. Like, <laughs> every time I would like jostle back awake, he would just be in the middle of, I'd, I'd be missing some of it, but I cut with context clues. This I is could insane, be like, interesting, by the way. It, it yeah. doesn't sound to me like that would be a boring story. No. No, it wasn't boring at all, dude. I was fucking, I was just tired. <laughs> I was just, I was sleeping. The concept that you think you could sneakily sleep. Like, when you sleep, there's nothing subtle about sleeping conversation. Not at all. Not at all. You can't hide that. It's so obvious. Like, you, your head tilts. Absolutely. You can't Were you, like, it. facing him in a chair? Like, what, yeah. what the hell was... Yeah. <laughs> no way. He was in a desk, and I was on the other end of the desk. But he was talking to two other people as well, and so I'd be like... <laughs> Three people and, isn't a lot. You don't get lost I know, I know, in a crowd I know, of three. I know, I know, I know. It sounds ludicrous. And I wish I had the tape to go back and play it to you because it sounds impossible. I, I guess they must have been in on it or he signaled them or to shut the fuck up or something. But like when I transcribed that tape, it was like it was like my heart fell through my body and then like dribbled out my dick all over my shoes and i just had like bloody cummy dick heart all over my oh feet oh my god and i, can't and I was I've like never heard that story i never i haven't thought about it since then probably <laughs> and uh and i was just like there is no fucking way i'm passing the school he's going to tell my teachers these teachers are really smart and hard uh and i'm fucking done and then i i asked somebody about it later and they were go, and they said, "Oh yeah, he does that all the time. Uh, people are always falling asleep. We keep you guys so tired that it just it's common <laughs> because you know they're getting you up at like five in the morning and you're like doing yeah. like a five mile road march, and then you have nine hours of class, and then you go do drills and stuff in the evening, and then you get to start writing your paper at like eight p.m. and you have to ha and and you have to do it till like three a.m. and then you get three hours of sleep or two hours of sleep, and then you do it again. You do that for eight months essentially." And so they they keep you so de like it's almost like Scientology, right? They keep you so sleep deprived, you'll believe anything. That and, tape uh, has to be somewhere, right? I don't think so. I maybe well, maybe certainly I, it's somewhere. I have I have a I have a briefcase full of my old uh, journalism school shit. I can go through it and see if it's there. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I doubt it would be, but maybe I kept it and didn't realize it. Anyway, that's uh that's my my eighteen year old face journalism school story <laughs> that Andrew's Minority Report thing just popped into my head that I probably haven't thought about in 25 years. Do you have a butthole? Well, then this ad is for you. Actually, it's not for you. It's, it's for your butthole. So you can tune out, uh, but I would like your butthole to pay attention. If you feel more comfortable, uh, if you don't want to be a part of the conversation, why don't you stand up, turn around, put your butthole towards the screen, and I'll talk directly to it. It's hard to believe, butthole, uh, that when you go to the bathroom in this country, your owner, I guess he doesn't own you, he or she, they don't own you, uh, I, I guess that your, your uh, human partner tends to wipe. What an antiquated, terrible, Machiavellian torture for such a, a tender, kind soul as the butt. All you do, all day long, what unsung hero, you, you, you sit, you stand, you uh, eliminate waste, and you keep us comfy and cozy. And uh, sometimes you look uh, you look pretty good. If I've been playing enough tennis, you know, I don't look too bad. Anyway, I think it's criminal. And that's why I want you to learn about bidets. Yes, that's right. Never again shall we sandpaper your poor little anus apart. Let's spray it with healing, warm, or cool, depending on your preference, butt water. Hello Tushy is a modern bidet attachment, and it's here to democratize the blessings bestowed upon bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone not just you. Hello Tushy cleans you with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. Listen, you're a butthole, you don't care about cost savings, but this is going to be a big deal to the other half of you. So let's pay attention. 
It attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity, no additional plumbing, and it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. That's tree-saving savings right there. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in just a few months, and the Amazonian rainforest will thank you. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. Even the best two-ply just can't cut it when it comes to the hands-free poop experience. You know what I'm talking about. You live it every day. Also, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment, be sure to write this down, but you're going to want to tell the other side of you. It comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. So join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Have a clean you with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash face to get 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash F-A-C-E. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash face for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash face. I just want to give you credit. You perfectly tied a bow. You put the train back on the tracks with a Scientology comment. It was perfect. I don't think that was even intentional. You did a great job. It's a great man. transition back. Are we about to go into Scientology? Nah, I have, going back to the food, if we want to put the, the train in reverse, I've had, I, I made a change in my life recently, food related. Oh no. And it has been groundbreaking. Eating eggs. No, haven't done that yet. Oh. <laughs> That's not even in consideration. What I did, <laughs> and let me tell you, this is, you're going to have to stay with me. This is a little, it's a little weird, but it may be the best choice I've made in a long time. I bought myself a waffle maker. I make morning waffles as soon as I wake up. I put it in my bathroom. I brush my teeth. I mix a waffle. I have a waffle every day. So you're, you're like you're like a La Quinta Inn. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a hotel famous for their morning waffles. Oh, well, I guess. Do they make your them? own waffles. Did you say you put the waffle in, in your bathroom? I do, because the sink <laughs> is right there, and I have the mixer under the sink, and then I have the, Sorry, the counter. just casually say these things. Properly <laughs> listening now, all right? Every time okay. you open a mouth, I'm listening to every single word. You, what, are you an insane person? What do you mean? No, no. It's, listen, being able to make a breakfast food from your room is revolutionary. It's maybe the greatest thing I've ever done. I put it in the bathroom because the sink is there. I put the mix, I, I put the mix in the container. Then I add the water with the sink. I stir it up, and then I just pour my waffle. I got a in waffle the, In the bathroom sink? No, it's next to the sink. I have like a counter. It's like a sink wall. It's, it's I probably should move it out of the bathroom. That I think yeah, about it. That's a moisture area. There's a area. reason that, yeah, um, like a bathroom, not the most hygienic place. If you've got a toilet in there, uh, it's well, like it's the, fecal the lid's particles. Down. The, lid's the lid's down, down. by us. You're flushing that thing. It's going everywhere. Landing uh, on your waffle down. machine. It's maker. definitely not. It's definitely not landing on the waffle even, machine. Even if it did, the waffle machine would superheat it away. <laughs> It's just, it's been a huge change, and I would recommend, maybe don't put it in your bathroom, but get a waffle maker, put it somewhere in your room, get a little bit of Pam, it's great, they're easy to <laughs> so make. Wait, it's all of that stuff in the bathroom with the waffle maker. Oh, like yeah, mix, yeah, 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 I, I got Pam. my measuring cup under the sink, and then I got the mix in one of the side drawers next to my razors and stuff. It's Andrew, fantastic. let me, I'm gonna just, this is a bad idea. Okay. Um, a, it's a terrible idea to, to have food prep in a place of fecal excitation everything is right? very secure and two waffles every day you're gonna die well here's the thing we haven't got to I, I made a mistake here let me just first let me just bring up i'm working i have some pretty fucking cool this is my waffle maker it is fantastic <laughs> it makes teenage <laughs> ninja turtle waffles that are really fucking cool so it's just a good way to start your morning first of all just some joy it's fucking awesome <laughs> wasn't even that expensive can i can i come out in support of this i th i th i yeah. think the opposite of gavin i think this <laughs> is ingenious and i think it's efficient and i'm i'm all for it this is Just the problem imagining though. you soaking wet like <laughs> towel wrapped around you mixing waffle mix taking a dump you get off the waffles are made it's ridiculous no does the does the waffle maker make you sing the song to yourself while you're doing it no, it's just the whole thing is a joy, Jeff. Every part of it. I don't even need to sing the song. It's fantastic. Do you Gavin, keep syrup in there with you? No, but I have a, a mini fridge in my room, and I put the I butter in there, so I'm set. I'm not a big syrup guy, but I got a little bit of butter. Butter in your bedroom. Waffles in the bathroom. What, what's <laughs> in the kitchen? Shampoo? 
No, I got a lot. Actually, I'm looking into getting a second waffle maker for my kitchen because it's kind of an inconvenience <laughs> when I'm in the, the kitchen. The first and I one want a should waffle. be in the kitchen. The second <laughs> no. one is the bathroom one. No, no, no. I get yes. way more use out of it in my bathroom than I would in the kitchen. But it's just sometimes you want a waffle in a kitchen and it's an inconvenience to go all the way to my room to get the waffle maker and pull it back. It How would never happen. your bedroom slash bathroom from the kitchen? It's a different floor. So it's some work. It's, it's, it's some stairs. It requires thought. You got to think about it if you're going to go down. Have you noticed a change in your health since consuming? What is waffle mix? Like flour and eggs every day? What is it? I've here's uh, we're going to get into that. You guys are going <laughs> to guys are going to laugh at me because some some waffle mix you have to get an egg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah. I, I go with ones that don't need eggs. It's often optional. Okay. I think uh, he's right. It's usually you just mix it up with milk or water and you're. Oh ready to boy, go. this is uh. <laughs> I don't even know how to approach this. You guys are going to laugh. I feel like you're about to admit something that you know is insane to us. Uh-uh. Well, <laughs> did you know that pancake mix and waffle mix are not the same thing? Correct. I oh. thought that they were because sometimes you see pancake and waffle mix as a joint product. So if you can make pancake and waffle mix, why wouldn't every mix you make be a pancake and waffle mix? What's Absolutely. the point of even having a specific pancake and a specific waffle milk? Mix it makes no sense. So I bought. <laughs> I was on Amazon yesterday, and uh, I'm running low. I'm running low on some mix, and I they had a really good deal on. And I thought, you know, it'd be good. I'm really enjoying this. This is a lifestyle change. I'm just gonna buy. I'm just gonna buy some uh, some pancake mix, assuming it would work with my waffle maker. And I, I kind of panic when they show only a few other items left. I buy all of them. 10 so I, pounds? <laughs> you bought 70 pounds of pancake mix? 10 pounds times 7? Did, did it come on a pallet? I haven't got it yet, but I bought 70 <laughs> pounds of pancake mix. <laughs> oh my god! I bought a child's worth of pancake mix. <laughs> Dude, that's, yeah, Ooh. that's like a, that's like a 7 year old's worth of pancakes. <laughs> yes! It's a lot Jesus! Of Here's what you do, man. You okay. just get a hot. You just get yourself a hot plate and one pan and a flipper. But I like the turtles. A spatula, and then you just make you just make just make waffles or make pancakes in your bathroom, just like you make the waffles. <laughs> well, the Did top. you think it was ounces? Like what were you no, thinking? No, I knew it was ten pounds, but it was a good what? deal, and they only had seven. So I thought if I buy it and I like it, then I'll want more. And there's what if they're gone? So I just bought all. <laughs> Like the Krusty's company, it's limited edition pancake mix. They're like, oh, we're all out for 2020. (laughs) You have to wait for next year's edition. (laughs) How much was that? It was a good deal. It wasn't that much. (laughs) The The problem is I didn't know until after I paid for everything that they're different. And so I've been asking people, is this okay? And I'm getting answers all over the place. I've had people tell me it's going to break my waffle machine because it's too gummy. I've had people tell me it's totally fine. It's all over the place. Well, have you considered just switching to pancakes considering you That's have 70 okay. pounds of Great pancake Great point, mix? Gavin. Fantastic point. I thought that too. They don't make any cool pancake machines. I really no like my turtles. Pancakes. No, there's zero turtles pancakes. It's a oh, real... That's what you do then. Under Satra. Uh, you could sort of... Uh, Maybe get a piece of metal, like a, a brand for a cow that is turtles, and then just stab the top of your pancake when it's done. That seems like work, though. The whole point, I'm making bathroom waffles. You think I want to add additional <laughs> steps to this? This is all about convenience. 70 pounds. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people have said, I don't know, just try it and see if the pancake mix thing works. And the waff- Also, I don't know, am I making a waffle or a pancake at that point? I'm putting pancake mix in a waffle maker. Is that a waffle or a pancake? You're, I, you're gonna your heart, your arteries. It's a pa- it's a waffle it's a waffled pancake. Okay, I've been because the waffle the waffle's part of the process, right? You waffle something, so it's a waffled pancake. So you're pretty much say. teed up for another food challenge. I mean, th- I I don't view it that way. This is just a daily joy, and hopefully the pancake mix works. Daily joy for what, like two and a half years? How long is it going to take you to eat 70 <laughs> pounds? That's the other problem. I, uh, because I it's this. not 70 pounds of food. You're adding stuff to the mix. It's going to be <laughs> way more than 70. You're going to be eating like 200 pounds of pancakes. 
I viewed this as like my lifetime supply of of pancake waffle mix. I figured I'd be good for a long time. I'm never gonna have to think about it again. It's fantastic. It turns like out honey though. It's gonna expire. Yeah, that, what, will it go I'm, bad? I'm getting to that. <laughs> it turns out that the Krusty's buttermilk pancake mix uh, is best before six months from when they, oh, they made no. it. Oh God! So no. I need to, if I wanted to consume all of my pancake slash waffle. Uh, within the time it was good, I need to eat a little bit more than 10 pounds a month (laughs) of waffles. Could you make 70 pounds of pancaked or waffled pancakes and then freeze them? And then that doesn't seem (laughs) that'll keep they'll keep for like like a year and a half in the freezer. I guess. Well, I mean, that's what Eggo waffles are, right? Like Millie has Eggo waffles. That's a great point. Eggo waffles are a thing. She so pulls them out of the work. freezer and sticks them in the fucking the t- the toaster and boom. You need to open a, a kitchen or something. You're gonna have to get rid of these by giving them away. Do you have? How, do you live with family? I d- I mean I could give them the family, but it's like once it's seventy pounds of mix that I was very excited about and uh, has turned into a problem. What's crazy? This is this isn't an error. This is a no. face. You've done this because you are you, and it's funny. Oh, I was very excited when I made this order that this was a great decision. And then I woke up this morning and thought, I can't believe I bought 70 pounds of mix for a thing that might not turn out. These could be total shit. I'm going to have to try and see what it's like. I've never had a pancake mixed waffle. So it was really. I just don't understand the mindset of it being a good deal. Like anything (laughs) in bulk is a good deal. You could buy 90 kilograms of toothpaste. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. You'd probably be way cheaper. But you gotta store that shit forever. Yeah, but then you just don't think about it. Imagine never having if you're having a waffle a day and you all of a sudden just have to you don't have to think about where the waffles are coming from. That's a that's a big thing. That's a nice change. I, I used to be big into the bulk purchases. Like I once bought two hundred rolls of toilet paper because I thought, you know, this doesn't go bad. I'll just wipe my ass forever. Mm-hmm. And that's all fun and games until you have to move house. <laughs> and now I'm filling up like four moving boxes with just bog roll. It's t- it's a terrible plan. Don't even get him started on the fucking boxes and boxes of salmon colored shorts he got off that truck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I asked, I went to Twitter about this and I thought I Chef Mike is like the only chef I'm aware of that I know that might answer me. So I yeah. asked Chef Mike. He gave me a little like he gave some insight, but then he also just said this. And I've got no fucking idea what that means. I have no clue how to translate. Surprisingly, ketchup will do the trick. Uh, Andrew Panton, surprisingly, ketchup will. Is he saying add it to the batter? Like something. I don't ketchup? know. I asked, would it work? And he's like, yeah, it's actually it's fine. And then he just made a second tweet and said, surprisingly, ketchup will do the trick. I got no idea what that means. Where do I put the ketchup in the thing? Here's the deal with Chef Mike. I love Chef Mike. I think he's a great dude. Uh, big fan. Consider him a friend. But all of his food advice always comes down to just make ice cream bread. And I don't know what that is. But if you ever get any advice from him, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then you make ice cream bread. He can say whatever he wants and people listen because he is a chef. That yeah. is what makes it confusing. If anyone else would have said surprisingly ketchup will do the trick, I would be unfazed and walk right by. But I have no idea what that means. But I assume it's a good tip. I started watching his YouTube videos. His shit looks delicious. Not his actual feces. His st- the stuff he makes looks damn good. Yeah, it looks incredibly unhealthy too, which is I guess why it looks good. Needed? Was it clarification needed? Was there uh, any thought by anybody that Chef's Mike YouTube channel was him filming his shit? Did we need the, the clarification? <laughs> Chef's Mike? <laughs> did you say Chef's Mike? I, said, I don't yeah, know he what did. I said. He Listen, did. He I'm, said Chef's I'm Mike. like heated about these waffles and pancakes. I've got a lot going on. I'm really excited to see a picture of them when they arrive. Saturday. Uh, you, it won't take long. Oh, Saturday's pancake. Oh, you know, pancake day is coming up. It's uh, the poor fucking Amazon delivery guy's going to he's going to pull his back out, trying to take the pallet of pancake. They mix out separated of his truck. it into three different things. It'll be fine. It's not one 70 pound box of batter. Dude, Shrove Tuesday is in three months. I reckon that's your day. That's that's when you whip them all up. You give them out, walk out, give one to the woman in the alley. Every, everyone's going to be wanting pancakes. I don't that's think true. I could make 70 pounds of pancakes in a day. Not even with your bathroom setup? No, I don't think so. Even if I incorporated the tub, I think that's just not enough. I, the making of it, the time to cook. Would the be tub? 
But you got to mix it all in the bath. Well, if I'm making oh. 70 pounds of fucking pancake mix and I'm in my bathroom, why wouldn't I utilize the tub at that point? I don't think the mixing stage is the bottleneck. I think it's the cooking them stage. But I, I just want, you need the rapid, I could just scoop. If I put it in the tub, I get my thing, I just scoop from the tub, pour it in the machine. It's way faster. You should get one of the oars left over from the bathtub races to mix it. And then you should... <laughs> they don't use oars. That's absurd. You should... Okay. You should overnight <laughs> like three more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, yeah, you waffle need more makers, makers so you can start mass producing these things. How many outlets do you have in your bathroom? Two. Okay. Right, well, you're gonna, you're gonna need Might to need get some a, you power know, strips. You're gonna need to get a power strip because <laughs> there's nothing safer than a power strip on the floor of a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anyone has a waffle maker or pancake maker suggestion, feel free to, to send them to me. Well, in the market for a second. Maker, pancake Andrew, is maker. A pan. It's just it's a pan. No, they they make <laughs> pancake machines. No, 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 oh. Andrew. Oh, okay. Let's think about let's think about it this way. What's the first part of the word pancake? Pan. Yeah, it's because okay. it's made in a pan. There's well, not what, a pancake the, maker. It's just but, a pan. It's a cake in a pan. The first part of the word is waff waff, and you don't make a fucking waffle in a waff. I don't I don't get your point. <laughs> that's not a word waff. I'm just you're just saying you're putting three <laughs> letters together and saying that's how you cook it. You definitely there are pancake machines. You told me the hotel. That no, hotel I said there are machine. waffle. I said there are waffle machines in the no, hotel. No, oh maybe you did. No, yeah, that, you might be I've, right about I've that. seen pancake, but pancake machines, machines definitely too. exist. I've seen They're things that like will in, will just squirt a circle and then they'll go through like a heater. Yeah, you have to get like an an industrial hotel pancake machine. Is the waffle machine the turtles one? Is it one of the ones that flips, or does it just do no, the system? no? You oh, just okay. pour it in, you close the lid, and you're good to go. So you get an uneven cook, basically. The top, the tops are going to be softer. It's worth it for the turtle. All right. Is that a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or a Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles waffle maker? I don't, I, I don't get that joke. What is that oh, joke? It, it, when it was on in England originally, uh, ninjas were too violent. I suppose. Ah, so they okay. named it to the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. And also there were no nunchucks or something. One of the characters' weapons was cut. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I actually, for Christmas one year, I got Gavin a bunch of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle merchandise. from. I had shipped it over from England as his present. It's true. I've still got that stuff. Uh, and they even changed. They like sung the theme tune twice with both versions. We're not allowed to play uh, Turtles theme tune on here, are we, Eric? I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's say? a safe assumption now. He said no, no absolutely, absolutely not. not. You know, Europe has very strict laws for like what type of content you could be producing on television or airing on television at certain times. Like one of my favorite sports stories of recent years was there is this MMA event called Bellator, which is like the second biggest promotion, and they were doing their first big show. And uh, it they they had a card. It, it was airing in London. I, I mean Europe generally, and. Every single fight went long. There were no finishes. Every fight was as long as it possibly could, which they didn't project for in the scheduling. And they did it to accommodate North American time. So it went all night. And during the main event, the second round, I want to say, of a five-round fight, they hit 7 a.m., where I guess it's a, you can't have violent content on at that time. <laughs> so anyone watching in London immediately had the fight flipped from that to Peppa Pig, and they could not reverse it. So people had stayed up for hours watching this thing and they finally get to the main event and it flips the peppa pig in the middle of it and they could not see it yeah the, the, the brits used to be or maybe still are pretty fussy about violence on the old television so what does this have to do with scientology oh you gotta, uh, you gotta sell waffles to the scientologists yeah i gotta sell waffles <laughs> to the scientologists and that's not the only thing that's not the only change that has happened in my life since we last spoke we took a week off we did. Last week, because we of the did shows. not record last week from the show. We did not record an episode last week. It will mean nothing to the people listening. But I missed you guys. I missed you guys a lot. I have a lot of fun doing these. I missed you guys, so I I, I put a thing together because uh, it's so so fun to do. It's a project I've been working on, kind of on and off for over a month. Uh, I, I did some community casting. This is going to be an interesting podcast moment where we uh, potentially listen to a podcast on a podcast. I miss you guys so much. I made a new podcast, very original title, called Fluke Face. 
it, it really is just it came from the heart because I missed you two a lot. I'm trying to it's still working on getting it on Spotify and iTunes because RSS feeds make zero sense. But we recorded an episode last week when we would typically record. And uh, I'll just. Uh, did the image not load? Do you guys see the I, image? I can see it. I can see, I see, I see it. I see it. It's a fantastic uh, piece of art that I had, I had made. So here here, if you want to listen to a little bit of this, what I did was. Uh, it's on it's on SoundCloud at the moment. I transcribed our first episode. I had it transcribed. It's essentially word for word. And I casted three people to play us and they <laughs> read the script of our first episode. It's actually the first time I've ever listened to the show. Wasn't a bad first episode. A little slow. Um, but but that's that's fluke face. I, uh, I got a friend of mine named Evan to be me. I casted a friend named Jeff with a J to play Jeff. Wow. And then I just. I just tweeted, anyone have a, a British accent that I could use for a thing? And I, I took the first person who replied, uh, a woman named Meg, and she did fantastic as Gavin. What if I'd have replied? Uh, that would have been weird, I guess. I think I would have cast you if you were first. But... <laughs> can, I, can I start playing this? Shall I listen yeah, to it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You can listen to it. It's, uh, it's a thing. It is word for word. The transcript of our first episode. It's not the whole episode. It is the whole episode. Oh, I saw 104. I thought that was minutes. It's 104 nope. hours. It is the first episode and there's <laughs> zero editing. There's zero <laughs> editing. So there are some pauses because uh, instead of laughter, because that would be forced whenever there's laughter and it's in the script, they just say laugh. And sometimes a person <laughs> would miss their laugh. And then there would be a long pause where they're waiting for a laugh to happen. It happens what a few times. I've got an honest question. Yeah, is this better than our original episode? Uh, I haven't listened to our actual original episode, so I, I don't know. I couldn't comment on that. I, 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 oh. You okay, Jeff? Yeah, I'm just kind of at a loss. It's <laughs> a great, to it. I'd recommend giving I'm, it a little listen. It starts a little slow. I'd say it picks up maybe 15 minutes or so in. They get their footing. But uh, it's, it's quite... Yeah, us quite us too, by the way. The first 15 minutes of our first episode was a little rough. The person playing me has a really nice voice. That's, yeah, the Meg absolutely killed it. For literally being the first person who, my casting was, you replied first, you can do it. Did amazing. How did you explain this? To, did they just, were they just like, okay, I'm going to pause it now because I'm going to listen to this later. Okay. It, were they just like, all right, mate, yeah, makes sense. Or were they kind of questioning your motivation? Oh, no, it, everyone was on board. I knew two of the people already from a long time ago, and Meg was not hard to convince. Are you going to do, are you going to have them record episodes two through 16 and then all the 16s? Uh, I thought about it. That's a lot of work though. Uh, I don't, I don't think anyone will actually listen to this. It was more of just an exercise of me missing you two and oh, getting well, to continue to do that's the That's so sweet. Uh, that's really sweet. I, I missed you too. I was honestly, and, and still am blown away that we moved the entire podcast for a shelf. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were discussing, uh whether we were going to be filming or doing one this week, weren't we? And uh, you and I had a little conversation on Slack, Andrew. Uh, Jeff said, I'm good for tomorrow. This was yesterday. I said, I'm okay for tomorrow, but my floor has some fluff on it and I need to vacuum. So maybe we should move the entire podcast. Andrew said, I also have concerns that a strong breeze might rattle my door. I'll check the weather reports and report back. Jeff said, your jokes mean nothing to me. It was also, a lot more than that, wasn't it? it also, you guys, are, you guys are acting like we took last week off for the shelves. We moved the podcast two days for the shelves. Last week, I was out of town. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah. It had nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with the shelving. You got, if you want to bitch that we, we, we had to move the podcast so that I could go to Detroit, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So this and the last one is the longest gap we've ever had between episodes. Because is not only was true? it a week missed, it was two days earlier than normal. Then you know what? For the since Gavin, you said a nice thing, and, and Andrew, you obviously missed us terribly. I'm gonna say for the for the purposes of this podcast, I missed you guys too. That's for nice the purposes of this podcast. Say. I'll say this is nice. Yeah, there That's you go. A nice thing. We're all friends. Uh, anyway, for the purposes I got, of this podcast. <laughs> I uh, I gotta wrap up real soon, uh, just because I gotta go uh, trade in Gavin's car for a new car. <gasps> you getting rid of it? Uh, gotta. That's the uncomfortable part. I gotta. Um, I, I, if you don't know, Gavin won my car in a bet. Um, 
I've had it for six six, six years, years. Six yep. years now. You, I, uh, I got it quite soon after you bought it. <laughs> it was within like three months, and uh, I have to. I have to. It's time, and I'm really sorry. But on the bright side, I guess the ownership transfers to you, so you're about to get a really nice new car, dude. Uh, what does this mean for my tax return this year? Do I have to do anything special? <laughs> I have no idea. We'll have to work that out with the lawyers. Oh, I'm excited uh, that you're yeah. getting me a new car. I'm really sorry that uh, I'm trading in your car without getting your permission or approval, <laughs> but it's pretty much a done deal. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. No. As soon as we ha- as soon as we hang up, I'm hopping in your old car and I'm driving it to South Austin to say goodbye to it. I I really liked when I. When I owned that car and I still lived with you, because <laughs> I'd walk by it like to get to my little studio, I'd walk past it and be like, "That's my car." <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, by the way, Millie, uh, my, who is fifteen and has a learner's permit, has driven your car now infinitely more times than you will ever drive that car or your new I'm, car that I'm you're going to pick it up today for you. Probably, I gotta get, I gotta get a, a license. I can't have Millie. Beat me to a driver's license, right? You got like seven or eight months before you're fucked. Ah, <laughs> uh, easy. I'll be I'll be driving before Andrew finishes his pancakes. Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, congrats. I'm happy for you. Oh, uh, thanks. I'm just I I felt I felt I realized today when I was making the deal that I I hadn't actually asked your permission to trade your car in. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not lying. I was at the dealership going, oh, I feel a little shitty about this. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll just gloss over it really fast in the podcast and move on. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 2020, great time to, to put a bunch of money into buying a new car. Wouldn't, wouldn't be doing it if it was at all possible. But I got to be honest with you, man. Your car kind of fell apart this year. Kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Your car. I think it was, it, didn't it fall apart uh, like a year ago as well? Like I feel like yeah. you've been dealing with this car dripping apart for ages. Your car's been a bit of an issue. Uh, what finally <laughs> did it for me was two days ago, I went out to go run some errands and your car wouldn't start. And I had to call a guy. <laughs> I was going to have him tow it. And uh, he was like, no, 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 it just needs to jump. Your battery's fine. So he jumped it and I did every. I rode or drove it around for a couple hours to let the battery charge up. And then yesterday morning, I woke up and I uh, went to to similarly take your car to go run some errands, and it was deader than dead. And I called the dude, and I said, take it to the dealer, and then I just drove to another dealer, and I said, I'm going to buy a new car. I have a piece of shit at another dealership getting its battery replaced. I'm trading it in, and uh, I'm done with it. It was like two, two dead batteries in two days was too much for me. It proves how good a friend you are, though, because you've put a lot of money into my car over the years. Dude, I had to put $10,000 into your car this summer <laughs> that I'm never getting back. When they had your car for two and a half months at the dealer, that was like, <laughs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back when they had your car for two and a half months. And I took it in for, to get the air conditioner fixed and it cost over $10,000. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> money pit. I, I, then, oh, it's a huge, it's, it was, it was a perfect car for like five years. And then when it hit the wall, it just hit the wall super hard. And, uh, and then, yeah, the, the, the two dead batteries in two days was just too fucking much. I got I got that kind of mad where you don't yell or get angry. You just your entire body catches on fire and you're burning and you get real calm. And mm. I just I took an Uber uh, in the <laughs> pandemic. I took an Uber to a dealer and I just walked around and I was like, I want that car. <laughs> he was like, all right, man. <laughs> there is something impressive about you, Jeff, that has been consistent the entire time I've known you. And that is it takes you like 10 seconds to buy a car you will just be like need a car and then you'll just have one that day you won't yeah. put any thought you'll be like oh i want to oh i want like a bmw you come back with an audi or something because it's like oh i didn't really want one that bad how did you know i'm set i'm trading the audi in for a bmw are you following <laughs> are you really yeah <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing you, you like your german engineering i do i do and you know part of it is like and part of it is in response to everybody that we know getting a Tesla. I just like... You just want to keep burning uh, petrol. Yeah, I just want to roll coal all day long. No, I just, <laughs> I just don't want to drive the same car as every single friend I have. I feel like I'm in some sort of a weird car club. I haven't seen are, like, a lot of Tesla Roadsters. You can get one of them. Eh, I'm just... I'll buy one. I, They're only like 250 grand or something. I have a... I have a hate... Well, I'd listen... 
I the that's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna pay a house for a car. That's fucking ludicrous. I only buy used. I when I buy your when I buy you new cars, I only get them used. Um, you, I'm buying you a, a very nice 2019. Maybe uh, next we could bet your house. No, fuck, dude. <laughs> to fucking hell. But uh, no, I want to move. I want to join the electric revolution. But I just. Elon Musk is so gross. I just can't. You don't have to get a Tesla. There's loads of electric cars. Yeah, yeah I know, options. but they're all pretty fucking expensive, and I want to wait till like the next generation. Dude, have you guys seen? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Hummers. Uh, I had to drive Humvees in the army. They are not fun. But uh, that have you guys seen the commercial for that new fucking Hummer that's coming out? That electric Hummer with a thousand horsepower that's coming out in like two years. You can already I, pre-order it. No, I can't remember the it, last time I saw a car commercial. It was on during the World Series. It crab walks where it's fucking crazy. Watch the video. It's like it's Boy, science it like moves fiction. all of its wheels. What? Yeah, yeah. It like it shows it trying to go up a hill and then it encounters a rock and instead of like it just drive sideways around the rock and then forward it was it's the fucking weirdest thing so parallel parking is done it's just perpendicular parking <laughs> yeah 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 100 percent. that's exactly correct is that what you needed gavin is this the technology that has held you back from getting your license we have finally innovated to the point where you feel confident i mean parallel parking sucks ass especially on a hill it's not it's mechanically not know? that bad though once you learn it well like, i did learn just... to drive i have done it i just didn't get a license also, all the fucking cars now that come out like in the last two or three years, you just hit a button and it goes mm -hmm. parking spot detected parking for you, idiot. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is it. Maybe I just I was just waiting for car tech. Yeah, I think I think car tech has caught up with you. Finally. <laughs> I wonder if you could use it to really violently change lanes. Yeah, there it is. The Hummer EV. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like a sideswipe in a video game. Like a cart racer. Just hit a button and it like launches to the other lane. That's way cooler than that Cybertruck. Oh, it is way cooler than the Cybertruck. Eric said it's like a, you can paint it like Halo or Saints Row. It is absolutely like the ludicrous vehicles you get in Saints Row 3 and 4 that just do dumb shit. Speaking of Saints Row, I didn't realize until I went to California the first time that those freaking like kneecapper things that stick out of rims are real. You could People drive on the roads with those. Yeah. That, what, what's that about? What are they for? That's the thing here more than back home. Oh, I've seen them mainly in California. You, uh, you've seen Saints Row, right? Yeah. That's what they're for. Yeah, but seen how, how is that road legal? Like, there are some laws about cars where it's like, well, you can't have a light uh, this bright underneath the car door because of there safety. But you can have a, a freaking spinning piece of metal that sticks out like a foot from the car? Insanity. No. No, I, think, an ejector seat? I think a lot of them are illegal, actually. And uh, people just don't give a shit. Same way, like, you can only get your window tinted so dark, you know, but people don't care. They just blow through that and get it, like, limo tinted. And then, like, you play the percentages. Like, what are the odds you're going to get pulled over and get it tinted? <laughs> is an ejector seat possible? Can I, oh, my God. <laughs> that is absurd. That Dude, Emily's dog is farting so bad, I can't take it. Ugh. <laughs> Have you done any fart cameo yet? Only farts? Oh, I haven't started only farts yet. I need to get on that. I really do. <laughs> uh, when I was listening back to the other episode where Andrew was lying to our faces, or maybe Making it was the one joke. after that, uh, you, you you played a fart that was like broccoli and, what was it? I don't know what it was. It was like two food items. Go it was but like it, broccoli and Brussels sprouts or something. But it or? sounded exactly like the double-barreled fart from the fart machine. You know, like <laughs> it, it, that classic sound bank of farts. It was like, <laughs> it was exactly like that. Thanks, man. That was a, It was a good one. I've been having trouble capturing my farts lately. I mean, it's actually... I've been thinking, I obviously don't have the technical expertise to do something like mm -hmm. this, but if somebody out there does, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a, a real problem, which is when I realize <laughs> I have one in the chamber, I get excited, right? And mm -hmm. I hold it for a second and I go and I grab my phone and I have a, I, I you know, swipe down to hit record, voice record. And then by the time I get it over to my butt, my butt gets like fart fear or something. And it's like, it's something psychological that I can't work out. And I'm having a real trouble, like seven out of 10 times, if I, by the time I go through that process, which is very quick, my butt's like, no, I've changed my mind and it eats the fart and then I don't fart at all. Or it gives me like a really lame fart. I was thinking somebody should develop like a belt or something you can wear that essentially works like <laughs> Xbox does when something cool happens in a video game and you hit the jewel and you go record the previous 30 seconds. Like you should be able to do that where you've like rip an awesome fart out of the blue 
and then you can just like hit a button and it records the last 30 seconds of your butt. You could easily do that. Yeah, yeah. you just need like an audio recorder that, yeah, that has I, like a RAM buffer or something, like a loop. And then well, you can I, save your, backdate your farts. I was going to say the technology exists and it's not in belts. I don't know why you're thinking about belts for this. Well, problem. I don't want to put it in my butt, but. No, you, just, you have pockets. You certainly have pockets. Yeah, I don't know if that would muffle the, the fart sound. I Listen, <laughs> it's, you guys both sound really smart and really clever. I will be the first person to sign up for your GoFundMe. I think the answer is boxes with like an additional layer of Ooh. fabric. And between your asshole layer and the outer <laughs> layer sits a small um, condenser mic. And we'll just plug it into something in your pocket. I will donate $1,000 to your GoFundMe if you can get that made. Why am I making it? Because you're the one that had the brilliant idea, the dual-layered fucking fart mic <laughs> thing. I presented the problem, and you're coming up with a solution. You're a... Look, you, like, look at what you did with slow-mo, guys. I have the ultimate faith <laughs> that you can do... You could make this fart mic. The re, the refart is what you... you I don't, I, you don't have to call it that. You can call it whatever you want. You're a clever kid. I don't know. I feel like I'm more of an ideasman than a maker. I feel like Andrew, the one with the, uh, you know, the kitchen bathroom, he's the yeah. innovator here with the, with the tech. That's I good, think we should we could combine forces. Ga how right. about this? Ga Gavin and I will be the money men. We will be the silent partners that fund your uh, very unsilent machine. The problem is I don't like pants. I'm not a pants guy. So this is this goes against my my moral code. <laughs> Eric says we're the silent partners. I don't own any <laughs> pairs of pants. I don't like pants. Well, you it's put it in eggs. your underwear. You don't wear pants. We wear shorts like only. Shorts only. Always. Yeah, but you still have to wear underwear. Oh, yeah, but I, that, I don't know what that has to do with pants. Oh, I guess. What if it's, what what if it's yeah, five doing, degrees outside? Sorry, I I, in my head, store. I was still thinking the belt idea. I, I'd forgotten that we'd moved on to the underwear well, system. A, well, no, weird, you said it would go through the pants. That's what my confusion was. You said the charge would loop through the pants. I guess that could be shorts. It doesn't have to be pants. Yeah, just cut a hole in the pocket. Yeah. yeah you just, you'll figure it out. You're, you're smart. Why don't you, you. Do you wear boxes? Yeah. Okay. I don't <laughs> know what you have against. You live in Canada, too. Don't you want to have, like,. Warm shins occasionally? Nah, it's fine. I don't mind the cold shins. I just it's claustrophobic. I don't like pants. It's a lot of work. Pants are so much more work than shorts. It makes no sense. Why would anyone go with pants? You have to get them hemmed. I would assume you to, weather. Do you have to get them hemmed? Who's buying who's buying trousers with the bottoms unhemmed? You got it. There's adjustments. I always feel like there's a whole process with pants. You buy the pants. They don't quite fit right. You have to go. You have to take them to a person. They put pins in the pants. It's a whole thing. Just buy shorts. I'll go one up. Shorts are worthless. Buy fucking buy swim trunks. Then you're ready. Then you're ready for a pool party. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred. I like that. Days a year. Do you only buy like suit trousers? Why are you getting these? Just buy a pair of jeans or something. I've never bought jeans. I don't know. They're, they're pretty pretty simple. You buy the jeans and you put them on. If you need a belt, you wear that too. I, I want to figure out a way to fund the day, Andrew's big day, where he wakes up and he puts on his first pair of blue jeans and then eats eggs. That sounds terrible. And then we'll do like four other things. We'll do four other things you've never done. It'll be like Andrew's one big day where he tries all the stuff he's never tried. Like jeans. <laughs> Andrew, you're getting like denim. <laughs> you're getting weirder by the week. This was a weird one for you. It yeah. was it was great content. There was three really weird things you said this episode. I think all of them are reasonable, and if you attempted them, what were the weird things? The the waffle thing. I think if you tried a breakfast waffle from your room setup, you'd be on board. It's I a agree. great idea. I don't have totally the agree. space to put. I got like no surfaces. It, waffle makers aren't big. You just need a, a counter. I'm probably gonna move it to my end table. I'm gonna sleep next got, to like, my waffle machine. Toothbrush and like toothpaste and a razor. Yeah, move it out of the bathroom. You don't need, even need it in the bathroom. Just put it in your room somewhere. Dude, you know what you should do while you're at it? You should figure out a way to tie your waffle maker to your alarm clock. So like five minutes before your alarm <laughs> goes off, genius. it turns on the waffle maker and it starts cooking your waffle. And then you probably get woken up by the smell even before the alarm. This is totally How do I doable. Get the yeah. mixin'? Well, you could pre-pour it the, the night before. That seems like it would be bad. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be terrible, the mix? I don't feel like the mix would last. Wrap the whole uh, thing in like a cellophane bag or something. Once again, the key thing with all my ideas is lack of effort. You're adding effort to this. It, it ruins it. It's not it's adding confused. effort. You put the, you're putting the mix in either way. Just try it. I bet it keeps overnight. No, but he's saying it. to put a it's, bag in it. He's, he's dumb. Don't put a bag in that it. Was, Just that put was it a joke suggestion. Before you go to bed. 
Dude, fucking do it tonight, Andrew. Do it in your bathroom. Before you go to bed, pour some waffle mix in, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, click it on, do a taste test, see how it compares to a fresh waffle, see if there's a difference. Okay. I'll live dangerously. It's just waffle mix and water, right? That's all you're doing? Yeah, it's just waffle mix and water. Yeah, so I don't think that the water acti- the water is going to activate it in a way that's going to make it go bad. Yeah, I think this is doable. That's you could even, if you, if you don't want to have it to an alarm, you could put it on one of those like smart switches with a phone app and you just flick it on with your that phone is- when you wake up. That is a great idea. Yeah. I think that would be a practical way of doing it. I have one more thing I feel like I should say before, right, we'll before say we Jeff's got to go and sell my car, though. It, it, it'll be brief. It's just a, a quick It's a quick thing. It was another big life change, and this one, it hurts my soul to report this. I am no longer a judge. I've been, <laughs> I've been stripped of my judging abilities. That was short-lived. <laughs> it was very short-lived. Oh, it goes deep, though. So... One night after the podcast came out, which I revealed I had joined the judges that I, I lived amongst them, I received a random email. I'll just read it word for word from one Blake Longfellow. Greetings. It has come to our attention that you have entered into the hired judge pool of judges with dishonorable intentions. This dishonor is evident in your self-evaluation of yourself as an A-grade judge in every single category, despite probably not knowing what most of these events are. The higher judge staff pride ourselves in providing high-quality judges for competitions across the country and has been deemed that you do not meet the criteria for judge assignment. Thus you will be, <sighs> then it just ends, we wish you and the whole face crew the best of luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> best regards, Blake Longfellow, higher judge founder. So that was so upsetting. Like The main guy, even though he knows who you are from face yeah he still stripped you of your judgedom <laughs> no tolerance for it at all i was hurt it was a personal so you just hurt. lied on the test you just aced the test oh it, it says you can give yourself your own evaluation so yeah i just put my an a for everything and i said that in the episode <laughs> so i thought oh, i guess he heard it and you know that's whatever i think it would have been fun to keep me there i think i'm a good judge but they stripped me now here's the real controversy i got sources and the judging i got i got Ears everywhere and hiredjudge.com. And I got sent another email. What happened? It wasn't that he listened and he found out about it. We have a rat. Somebody ratted to him directly and told him that I had <gasps> snuck in a to listener? a listener emailed in. This Ooh. is this is what a listener said. A user named Andrew Panton recently, and then in quotations, became a judge on your website. <laughs> he is from a semi-popular podcast called Face. And recently had a dispute that was solved by one of the judges on your site. He is a sneaky little eel and often does things like this. Lying to get his way onto a website such as yours clearly goes against the principles you stand for. So I suggest you kick and block it. Feel free to let him know who reported him to. It'll make podcast content. Either way, he shouldn't be able to abuse your website for his own selfish and dishonorable purposes. If he's already been reported, feel free to ignore this. Have a good day. Face fan won't say their name. You've wow. been stabbed in the back by a fan with the pencil you refuse to eat. <laughs> did, dude. That's definitely a pencil guy, isn't it? That's a pencil. That is author. that is an upset. Yes, that is an upset pencil guy. Uh, Blake replied, "Thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're familiar with Andrew and his dishonorable <laughs> antics. He has been removed from all higher judge databases of judges and will be marked on our blacklist. So I'm on the higher judge blacklist." I went You're from bad. I went from the highest standing of judge to being blacklisted from the entire community. I'm banned. What do you What do you think the chances are that that blacklist has one name on it? Oh, very high, <laughs> very high. I don't even know. Can you have a list of one? I think overall, that's awesome news, though, that we're semi popular. That's semi-pop. great. Yeah, I'll I, take yeah, that. I'm, I'm glad you could take that from that. I'm uh, I'm in shambles over here. No longer honorable. Still going to call myself honorable. But the official title is gone. I feel like that was a great podcast. There's no better way to end it than, uh, you know, the loss of Andrew's judgehood. There's also one more loss that I'd like to mention, Andrew, is that someone beat your final Garfield time, it seems. It's weird how you didn't saw that. that. I didn't you know think, that. Uh, and that's the one that you were like, no one's ever getting that one. Yeah. Uh, you, you think there's a, a reason I, I, I uh, fell to waffle the breakfast waffles every day? I, I went to a dark <laughs> place, Gavin, between the judge... The judge stripping my title and losing Garfield. It's been a rough time, but the waffles are bringing me back. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think you should stand for that, Andrew. I think you should bin your waffles. 
You should get back into Garfield <laughs> and smash everyone back. The, the greatest origin story ever of a guy destroying his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles waffle yeah. maker off his balcony and then playing take, Garfield. Take your 70 pounds of waffle mix and dump it in the nearest <laughs> harbor. I'm going to make like a Rocky montage with the 70 pounds of waffle mix. You should trade it for lasagna. Get back in that game, buddy. Mm. Yeah, I never really liked lasagna. It's probably a, a thing I shouldn't admit. Never, never really into it. It's okay. it's okay. It's just okay. It's, it's all right. Fine food. I think a I think a good ravioli kicks a kicks oh, yeah. a lasagna's ass any day of the week. But I would. I would I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kick a lasagna out of bed. I'll still I don't think it. I've had a ravioli. Oh God. We'll put it on the jeans egg day. <laughs> we gotta have so, like the the first day if we ever record this podcast in real life together, all three of us as friends, we should just have a food episode where you eat all the shit you've never eaten that is normal for people to eat. And we'll just get your opinions on them. Okay. Like gooseberries. Yeah, gooseberries. I'll bring the gooseberries. I'll bring you a turnip root. A gooseberry looks like a grape that wants to be a melon. It was a very confusing photo. It's like a sour, hairy grape. <laughs> it seems very confused in what it wants to be. Uh all right. Well, I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go get rid of Gavin's car. Okay. Goodbye, old friend. <laughs> Don't worry, you're getting a shiny new car that you'll like even more, I promise. <laughs> oh, does it have any good features? The new one? It's got everything that the 2013, no, it doesn't have that. But it's got all the features that were invented in the last seven years that the 2013 didn't have. Sweet. Well, that'll do it for face. Don't forget to check out store.roosterteeth.com or the description below to get the new Gurple shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gurple came out. We should have talked about Gurple. Uh, Like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend about face. Uh, It's a podcast that's really hard to describe, and when people say, what is this, you just go, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, So... Check it out, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Eric, can I yeah. have a freaking shirt at some point? Yeah. Can I get the gurp? Can I get the f- face shirt? Yeah, I've 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 asked uh I've asked the store team again to uh, send them. So hopefully there's one this week. Sweet. Yep. So you seemed really mad about that, but I was already taking care of it. So we'll see you <laughs> next time on f- face. Bye. Bye bye.